Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. The hot take BS, we bring you bets, we bring you sports. I don't care about bragging rights. It just introduces more volatility into the equation. I don't care about victory laps. Stop it, please stop it. <laughs> Throw the football into the floor. The BetQL Network presents your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper, Ken Barkley. If I have an opinion, I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Yes, indeed it is. You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, and you here with us on the BetQL Network. Every game here, Game 7. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you bets, and we bring you sports. We're coming to you live today from the Odyssey app, the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by our pals over at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern. YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and for the people watching us on YouTube and Twitch, it is a phenomenal football Friday. And on Phenomenal Football Fridays, we take your favorite football bets for the weekend. So if you're in the YouTube stream, in the Twitch uh, stream, you know the drill by now on these Fridays. Tell us what your favorite bet is. Type it into the chat on YouTube and Twitch. Your favorite football bet for Super Wild Card Weekend. I, you could you could do even do the Eagles and the Bucks on Monday night if you want, because we're not going to do a social segment coming up on Monday. So any of the six games on Super Wildcard Weekend, a side, a total, a prop, a teaser, a parlay, a same-game parlay, whatever it is, tell us your favorite football bet for the weekend, Super Wildcard Weekend. Our executive producer, Alex Fasano, will be combing through all of it in the YouTube and the Twitch chats. And we will read all your bets later in the show. We'll shout you out, and we'll tell you whether or not we uh, we agree with the bet, for whatever that's worth. So YouTube and Twitch, tell us what your favorite football bets are for Super Wildcard Weekend. We will read them on the air, coming up later in the show. Also heard on radio stations nationwide, including Satellite Radio, Sirius 160, XM 205. As Ken and I bring you the wagertainment, we're talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people over at BetMGM. We want you to download that BetMGM app and visit that website, BetMGM.com. And do so, please, on this F3. Three words that all start with the letter F. Phenomenal Football Friday. January 12th in the year of our Lord, 2024. The show's on Twitter, at You Better You Bet. I'm on Twitter and the gram, at the Costos. And Ken Barkley, your favorite handicapper's favorite handicapper. He's on X. Our guy's tripping and raving on X at Lockie Lockerson. And on this Phenomenal Football Friday, we're going to bring you five phenomenal guests. Four of those five phenomenal guests are regulars on the show. Our friend Sam Paniotovich, who I'm pretty sure is in the Dominican Republic right now. I could have that wrong. He's at some tropical locale, like on vacation. We'll be doing the spot with us, I believe, from his vacation. Sam Paniotovich will join us on the show, Football Bets for the Weekend. So, too, with Football Bets, will be Evan Silva from Establish the Run. 
Brad Evans, our friend from Live on the Line, our stadium teammate. Matt Moore will join us to start the Power Hour from the Action Network and the Buckets podcast. Matt will talk tonight's slate in the NBA. We'll talk Joel Embiid, NBA MVP, I'm sure. All the comings and goings in the association betting on the NBA. So four of the five phenomenal guests, regulars here on You Better You Bet. One of those wonderful, phenomenal guests will be making his You Better You Bet debut today. And how amazing is this? Now, assuming that the travel works out here and that like the plane lands on time and he's able like to get off the airplane. So we'll be maybe a little helter skelter here with the logistics. So we're hoping this is able to work out. Kevin Harlan, you better you bet legends. And obviously, I think a lot of shows kind of like fawn over Kevin Harlan, right? Because he's amazing and has been amazing for a long time. We talk about him a lot on the show. We play his clips constantly. Kevin Harlan will be on the national radio call coming up tomorrow night of the Chiefs and the Dolphins. <laughs> Hope he brought a down jacket. Uh, so Kevin Harlan is slated to join us later this hour, which if you listen to You Better You Bet, you know this will be a treat for Ken and myself to get to talk to the great Kevin Harlan. So five phenomenal guests coming up today on this Phenomenal Football Friday edition of You Better You Bet. Plus, fresh off, giving us Michigan to win the national championship. Not just last week, not just two weeks ago, prior to the national semifinal and the national title game, but for the whole damn season. Fresh off of giving us Michigan, our guy Ken Barkley has the Super Bowl winner parameters. We will talk teams that are most likely to win the Hoist the Lombardi Trophy coming up on the second Sunday in February. That is coming up later this hour here on the show. Ken and I will also roll through the superlative markets over at our show sponsor, BetMGM. Player to lead the NFL postseason in passing yards, rushing yards, receiving yards. Always fun markets to discuss and bet. We'll roll through all of those as we move along. Power Hour, Final Hour, Best Bets coming up for the weekend, which of course will feature... uh, Super Wild Card Weekend in the NFL. We'll hold all the props for tomorrow and Sunday and then Monday, so no prop king coming up today, but we'll run through the six games on the show uh, in the Power Hour later today. We'll also give you our bets for tonight in a fun slate in the NBA and then you know, a two-game kind of crappy slate in the, uh, in the National Hockey League, but we'll discuss it. Locked and loaded here. Phenomenal Football Friday. Ton going on in the world of sports. Ken Barkley, how's it going? Good, and we got some clarity, I think, on uh, on some of the coaching markets we were talking about yesterday, too. Some of these... Uh, openings are starting to be filled and names are starting to be announced. Like the, uh, you know, the, the most obvious one was Gerard Mayo being announced as <laughs> it was announced as the coach of the Patriots, that he'll be the new coach of the Patriots. And then even after we got off the air yesterday, you know, Ian Rappaport goes on, you know, whatever total access or something. And is like, yeah, actually this is like codified into like contract law that this has actually been set for a while that he's going to oh, be the so new coach was... of the Patriots. Right. So it was a cold take by me, Ken, when I said on the Power Hour yesterday that I felt like Mike Vrabel sure. was going to be the, like, like, I literally, right. that take <laughs> lasted like 20 minutes before it got new. I was really confident, too. That's one of the coldest they, uh, takes of all time. That's like, that's like Arrowhead uh, Saturday night cold take for me. Right. Yeah, they, uh, they, they put out a trial balloon and, uh, and it turned out to just actually just be the coach. That's actually what it was. So, yeah, so Gerard Mayo will be the coach of the Patriots. And it looks like we're getting really, 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 really close to a formal announcement that Kalen DeBoer will be the new coach of Alabama, uh, which is pretty crazy. Washington's coach, for people who don't follow college football, I took him to the title game, obviously, against Michigan. I don't think it really has a connection to Alabama, but kind of seems like the best guy who would say yes. Uh, They clearly asked Lanning, and he said no. And they asked Norvell, and he said no, and he stayed at Florida State. He's going to make about $180 million in the next 10 years. Uh, Coaches 
this is like one of the great opportunities, I think. If you're a good coach, just get get your dollars up a little bit. <laughs> like, yeah, you know, Alabama's poking around. Maybe we redo that contract a little bit. Maybe we get those get those annual figures up. So Landing said no. Norvell said no. He's staying. Uh, and then Sark said no, and he's going to stay at Texas with Quinn Ewers and Arch Manning and everybody and probably be a big circus next year. Uh, so DeBoer's kind of like the only guy left kind of in that situation who like makes sense. And uh, it looks like he's going to be the coach of Alabama. And then it's kind of like, what does Washington do next? Um, so pretty interesting. So the <laughs> Saban and Belichick gone. Belichick not really retired, but like not the Patriots coach. Saban retired. He's kind of like best friends, best, maybe best NFL coach, best college coach ever. And I think we know who the replacement. So from, we go from Belichick and Saban to Mayo and DeBoer. <laughs> it's not quite the tandem necessarily, but uh, obviously a ton of upside and, and, you know, so those markets are obviously closed. Can't bet on that anymore. And looks like we have a new coach of Alabama and new coach of the Patriots. The more, more iconic duo, Belichick and Saban or Mayo and DeBoer. Like Mayo and right. DeBoer are, are, like, are like Seinfeld supporting characters, right? Joe Mayo, was DeBoer a Seinfeld yes. character? I feel like he was at some point. Yeah, or if, if DeBoer wasn't, like, you know, he'd come up with a bunch of different names that fill that spot. Yeah, I just, it's uh, it's crazy. Like, the, the two mainstays are out, and, and here's Gerard Mayo and Kalen DeBoer. And that's not even... I think it's supposed to be like insulting toward them, and especially DeBoer, who's like who's literally won everywhere, has like won or gone to the title game or won the title at every single stop. That's a it's a pretty good track record if you're Alabama. And if you're the Patriots, I think it's just like this was kind of like the hand-picked guy for a while, and this is gonna be the next guy and sort of a Belichick guy. Uh the team obviously drafted him and he played linebacker there for a long time. So I, that makes sense too. But a totally like the paths to get to these two guys for the two uh, franchises or franchise in the school, respectively, totally different. So let me let me ask you this because I did uh, I did Boston radio this morning, WEEI Odyssey yeah. Station in uh, in Boston, and it was I I think they were like a little jazzed by it. And look, obviously, like I think everyone's like it's time for Belichick. Like it was time for Belichick to go. Yeah. Also, he's like everyone knows he's the best coach ever. He had the greatest like quarter century run ever. But look, there's a, 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 everything. All good things come to an end, right? So I think they were kind of cool with it. And we were kind of. I I think I went on maybe like a half an hour after like not like the official announcement when the Patriots tweeted it, but like when Schefter and Rappaport tweeted, it's like yeah, Jared, Gerard Mayo is going to be the next head coach. We know he's going to be the head coach. And we're talking about you know the Patriots have the third pick in the draft. So I'm going to like invent invent a scenario a little bit here, Ken, and kind of like what you think New England's win total might be next season in a stacked AFC East if like the following happens. I think right. this is probably like the most likely outcome to happen here for New England's offseason. I'm willing to be wrong. I think I'm going to be right. I don't know if you're New England, how you bring back Mac Jones next season as the starting quarterback. Like, I don't know how you sell that to the fans. I think Bill O'Brien's probably got to go. I think, like, the offense is basically got to be torn down and then and then built back up. So let's say, you know, and we'll just play it out according to how everyone's talked about this for months, that uh, whether it's the Bears or another team picking number one overall, Caleb Williams goes first. The Washington Commanders will pick second. Let's say that they select North Carolina quarterback Drake May. That would mean with the third pick, the Patriots would have their selection of whatever quarterback they would like to take. Let's just say... It's Jaden Daniels, the Heisman Trophy winner from LSU. Let's also say that the Patriots throw a bag at T. Higgins, right? Or like a, a good wide receiver. Let's just say it's T. Higgins just for, for the scenario here. Maybe draft another receiver also to pair with like Pop Douglas and Higgins for the young quarterback. Mayo, obviously a defensive coach. 
What do you think the Patriots' win total would be next year if they roll into next year with a rookie starting quarterback in that division with a brand new head coach moving on from Bill Belichick? Well, we did this a little bit yesterday because I brought it up and I said, are they going to have the lowest win total in the league next year with like kind of kind of this setup? And I'm kind of like, all right, them or Carolina, them or Washington, all the teams that we're talking about, they're going to take quarterbacks basically, uh, or took their quarterback already. And he's terrible. And we don't know who their coach is going to be like Carolina and small um, and yeah, <laughs> and small and, and maybe not particularly good. And well, and maybe that is a terrible offensive line and no receivers. The uh, and the difference which you bring up, obviously, is that the Patriots play in a much tougher division. They'll be much less likely to win all six of those games. Rodgers back for the Jets. The Dolphins will be really good again. The Bills will be really good again. Um, so I, I think it, I mean, and you could give them a different rookie quarterback. It wouldn't matter. I don't think signing T Higgins matters actually either. And I know you brought that up just because it's fun to think about, but like whether they sign him or not, I think the win total is actually exactly the same. And whether they draft a receiver or not, I think it's exactly the same. It's just, it's Gerard Mayo and we do the coach quarterback pairings in the off season. Like this is how we found the saints win total under. It was like my favorite bet of the off season. And it won uh, is you just look at like coach and quarterback and the number in the market and they should kind of make sense. Okay. Uh, like Gerard Mayo, and Jaden Daniels is fine, whatever. McCarthy, I don't even know who, like, who's the, there's like one other quarterback I feel like I'm missing that's not Penix. May and Caleb Williams, but yeah, but like, I don't think that's where he's going. So, like, he's older too. I don't I think, think that's, like, I think those um, are, I think those yeah. are like the top, like, considered to be the top five, right? Caleb, yeah. May, Jaden Daniels, Penix, and McCarthy. Right. So I, I think, uh, yeah, like, Bo Nix, no. So I don't, I, I guess I'm not missing anybody. I thought there was like one other name that I was like, has like an outside shot. But anyway, it doesn't matter. Um, any of the quarterbacks, if, if, uh, if they took Caleb Williams, let's say like trade up to number one, like, oh man, like we we got to go get like the next Tom Brady and they go trade for Caleb. Like it wouldn't matter. Gerard Mayo, rookie quarterback in the division, four and a half, five, five and a half, maybe something like that. Um, and I mean, it's like, oh, like what would you bet? I, I don't know. I mean, I just... I think that's right. I think they would be appropriately rated as terrible. Uh, there's, we have no track record of this coach and Gerard Mayo could end up being a great coach for the Patriots. have no idea what he's going to be. Could end up being awesome and, and kind of deserves the benefit of the doubt for at least a, a year and, and a few games to see what's going on. So it could overachieve, but the expectation should be like, here's a coach with no track record and here's a rookie quarterback. And you're going to be a dog in basically every single game that you play. So when that happens, uh, think slightly better than Arizona would be like a really good projection for this year. And that's, you know, five, five and a half probably makes a lot of sense. I, I, I guess they could open it more than that. I just don't know why that would be the case. And I don't know who would want the over. And that, like there's because it's, you know, like Belichick, Tomlin, these coaches that were around for a long. It's always just like. Oh, well, you know, they can figure it out and, you know, they're going to get to seven or eight way like this is going to happen. And that's gone now. There's that you can't argue that anymore. The guy's not there anymore. So it's just, all you have left is no players and a rookie quarterback and an impossible schedule. Yeah, like, I don't know. Five, five makes sense. Uh, give you a quick betting take on DeBoer. We can do more on this over the course of the show with the way that like you and other people like I really respect that like no college football. I've talked about him. The way, like, the, he had them ready to play against Texas, obviously, in the Sugar Bowl. They win that game. And look, like, I, if Penix plays well in the national championship game, like, maybe Washington wins the game. And he's, like, national champion, Kalen DeBoer. Like, maybe Bama's not, like, a top-four team this season. Maybe they are. Just, like, I, 
I, I'm very much looking forward to betting on them in the expanded college football playoff next year with Ka- sure. with Kalen DeBoer. So I'm already like have that ear marked as bets I'm excited to make like in 10 or 11 months from now. I can't wait for it. Yeah, just it'd just be interesting. Like Saban, like the Saban era is over, which is that you win by recruiting. You win by recruiting better than everybody else's. That era is done. Now you have to win by both recruiting really well and signing players and getting them to come play for you. Is he going to be good at that? I have no idea. And like the guy who's going to be the best at that is going to win these titles or at least make the playoff every single year. Maybe that's him. He's a great coach. Um, I'm just not sure like in this era who the best guy is going to be. Maybe it's landing in him. Maybe it's somebody else. I got to tell you, I enjoyed the hell out of this opening segment. A lot more than I a lot more than I enjoyed the Knicks game last night against the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, on the other side, Ken Barkley going to tell you who the most likely Super Bowl champions are here on a phenomenal football Friday. 